Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
the song that I wanted.
but yesterday is gone. We thank you, Father, that we can repent today for all of our shortcomings, for our sins, whether it be sins of omission or commission. Father, we come this morning to bring deliverance to the children of men. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of the Most High, the Almighty, as your servant, I come before you right now in behalf of these, your people. Father, these are your people. You have taken them out of the kingdom of darkness. You have placed them in the kingdom of your dear son. We are your people. You're not angry with us. You, you were in Christ, recounting us unto yourself. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, the blood of Yeshua, the blood of Jesus, was a propitiation for our sins. It covers our sins. It satisfies all the demand of your justice and your holiness. You say in your word, there is therefore now no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus. We are all in Christ Jesus. Do not condemn us. Father, you are not the accuser. You convict us of our sins. You convict us of our sins and cover our sins. It satisfy all the man to get justice in your holiness. You say in your word, there is therefore no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus. We're all in Christ Jesus. You do not condemn us, Father. Father, you are not the accuser. You convict us of our sins. So we confess our sins to you and reject their influence in our life. You never haunt us with accusing us, saying we are evil, no good, worthless, unacceptable to you, so bad we are not true Christians. We know that such accusations only come from the enemy. You don't command, condemn your children. You don't accuse your children. You love us. Oh, Heavenly Father, Father, that name Yahshua, the name Jesus, you said in your word, if you then being evil and we and we are know how to give good things to our children, how much more shall your Heavenly Father give good things to those who ask them? Oh, Father, thank you that you are my Father, that you are our Father, thank you that your spirit is in, it cries out of us, our Father, my own dear Father, your spirit within all of my brothers and sisters here in your presence right now is crying to you, and that we have our Father, the spirit itself within us is making intercession for us right now. Hallelujah. We're groaning that cannot even utter. We bless you. Our Father and our God, that you know the mind of the Spirit, thus you answer his crying because he prays according to your will through us, and we bless you for that. Father, we thank you right now that by faith, with the eyes of our Spirit, we see you enthroned at the right hand of God and receiving for all of us. We also see all demons. All evil principles and power place in subjection to you. You alone, O Lord. Lord Jesus, you said to us in your word that all authority has been given unto you in heaven and on earth. You alone, O Lord. You are our Lord with our mouth. We confess Yeshua, Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are our Lord. Your Father has established you as head over all things pertaining to your church. And we long to your church, Lord. We honor you right now. 
and we bless you as the Lord of our life. Lord Jesus, you have bound Satan. You dethroned the enemy. You took upon yourself human flesh that, died, that through death you might render powerless him who had power over death, that is the devil, in order that you might free us who were in bondage to him. We thank you now. We thank you that you have already freed us from the bondage. We thank you that you have already redeemed Satan powerless against us. Thank you, Father, that when you placed our sins upon your son, you nailed the death that decree which was against us on the cross. Thus you disarmed the enemy, the ruler, and the authority that had enslaved us. You triumphantly over you triumphed over the demonic principalities and power, the whole kingdom of evil supernaturalists has been humiliated and defeated by you. Lord Jesus, you made a public display of our defeat, defeated enemies. Your angels and all the creation of creation joyfully witnessed the defeat of these fallen angelic beings who had rebelled against you, Father. You dethroned them and you defeated them. You tell us in your word that since we are born of God, the evil one cannot touch us. You have given us authority over the serpent, scorpions and serpents, and over all the work of the enemy. You have said to us, nothing shall by any means hurt us. You have given us the authority over the kingdom of Satan, and we thank you for it. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, I speak to the evil spirit world in behalf of my brothers and sisters who are here before God. Every demonic power which was, which has been assigned against us, stir up this meeting, get out of here. You have no place here. We right now break every demonic curse placed upon us as individuals and as a group. Jesus has borne our curses for us. We send you cursing the evil spirits out of this room, away from our lives, back to the back to the one who sent you here. Get out now. God's angels are now removing you from our presence. Every demonic power, every enemy of Jesus Christ, the past of the life of any of God's people gathered here. I command you in the name of Yeshua Hamashiach, be silent. Any evil spirit hiding within the lives of my brothers and sisters, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go into the pit of their stomach. You are bound there, and you cannot whisper to their minds. You cannot touch their bodies. You cannot disturb their emotions nor influence them. You cannot do anything. You are bound, and you are to shut up. And when we tell you to go, you will go and not return. You cannot call upon Satan or any other demonic power to assist you. We seal off this entire building by the authority we have in Jesus Christ, the Lord. We command every external spirit that has nothing to do with the lives of these. God's people, get out of this room right now. Get out of and you cannot come back. Father, you said you send your angels as ministering spirits to minister to us. Your hours of salvation. You said that the angels of the Lord camp round about those who fear him and believe and deliver them. We ask you right now that your angels will camp right around this room and fill us off from all activity of external Evil spirits, they have nothing to do with what's going on here. Father, may your angels expel every demonic power that has been shot against us by evil persons. We bless you for that you. you are doing so right now. They are being shut back in anger and defeat to those who shot them against us. Hallelujah. I will continue the rest of the prayer.
We need spiritual warfare prayers because the enemy, Satan, he is alive, but he's not well, and he's not in hell. The Bible said that he's accused of the brethren, and he goes to and fro from heaven to earth. God is accusation. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm grateful this morning. Yes. And I'm here. Yes. It hasn't been easy. Amen. Because of what you've done, not because of what I've done. 
what is demonic poison that keeps us in fear. Uh, it keeps us in doubting God. Uh, it keeps us questioning God. Why, 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 why you, why? But now is our opportunity. Now is our opportunity. Somebody got big enough to tell me, don't, please don't preach to me if I want religion, I will go to church. This guy just, sir, you're not the only one in the room. You need to shut up or get out of my way before you do get some religion straight from your father, the devil. Go on about your business now. No one even talking to you. Mm. That's a text message that went out to a group text. And a group text was a whole bunch of men that are, uh, I guess it's a, 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 another group or however they do it. But they put you in a group text and they text you. So my response to the group text is nothing but That's the word of God. That's a distraction. So, let's let's carry on with our message about child Yeah, we going we going on we going on with that. But no, 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 no. If Satan show up, give him what he needs, and you going on back because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's distraction. It is distraction. It is distraction. I agree with you with that. But when I saw him, I shut him down because, no, 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 let me talk. I shut him down because he make my phone. When he hit the text message, it makes my phone, you know, it, it even peeves the phone. So shut him down so he won't, or whoever it is, so they'll stop. All right. That's how you deal All with right. them. Stop them. So now they didn't stop. They ain't coming back no more. So I'm not even worried about him or whatever they was. It's another spirit. Amen. You can't just let the spirit run around in the room and keep playing around in the room. He'll be distracting me uh, the rest of the hour. So what you did right, what you're saying is right. No, what you said was very true and very right. So I'm not rebuking you in no way, form, or fashion. I'm just saying, no, 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 no. The Bible said deal with your adversary quickly while it's in the way. You have to know. You know, you just got to know what the Word of God says. It said deal with your adversary quickly while in the way. See, in my way, so come again. <laughs> so anyhow, we must deal with this situation of this child rejection, child abuse, sexual sins upon the child. It must be dealt with. They want to sweep it under the rug. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it nowhere. Matter of fact, we've gotten to a dispensation in life that even in school, they teach them about cross-dressing and stuff, you know, as if there's nothing wrong with it. And then uh, somebody said to me that, anyhow, that's, that's another story, but I have to say it, that if an LJB or whatever they call it uh, 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 mess with the child, it's, it's, not a, it's, it's not a law. But I'm not into that. That's why I'm here with the law. And the law where I'm coming from it says in Psalms 127 and 3, what does it say, honey? Low children. 127 and 3. In mm-hmm. verse 3, it mm-hmm. says, Lo, children are an inheritance of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the like? 
Go ahead and read. Go ahead and read. I thought that was in them. Go ahead. That was it. That's verse 3. And verse 4 says, As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Amen. You see? You see? Now, what I want you all to listen to in that scripture is that the Almighty says that they are an inheritance. Same way your loved ones leave you an inheritance of money, jewelry, automobiles, and homes. The greatest inheritance is the Father. He said that he inherited us. He has an inheritance for us. And then what else he say? That we are inherited from him. And the fruit of the womb is mm-hmm. the blessing. And That's the evidence. Yes. Is that the evidence? Yes, it is. The yes. children that come out of the womb are the evidence of the inheritance. So there's not one child that came into this world that was not an inheritance. I don't care how the child got here. God is not going to change in a rape case. Still, the child is his inheritance. What he's saying here is that it don't matter how the child got here, you understand me, it's still mine. Mm-hmm. And then what is said after that? As arrows in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. So right there. Happy. Them, happy, go ahead. Verse 5, is happy is the man that had his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. See? See, right there. It's telling us that these little children, one verse of scripture, he said they are mighty as a warrior with a bunch of born arrows. They are mightier as the chief commander, uh, Donald Trump. I was going to call Donald Trump Rolando. God bless Rolando. We are mightier. This is the reason why Satan attacks the children. From their youth, they dream, they scream, they holler. They do a lot of little things. Evil ones seek after the children so that they can mess them up for Satan. Same way we're talking about this this morning, Satan is actually doing it. Child molestation, pedophilia, and all of the different things that comes along with raising these children. If you, if I myself was child abuse, yeah, 
we was child abuse. We was on drugs as a child. Get drugged to church every time some church had a program. Mom just drugged us. And uh, a lot of the dragging we had to walk. I remember Mother Alexandra. That's about the most holiest woman I ever saw. Alexandra Armstrong was one of them. She had a church by the railroad tracks back over by, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of the name of the street. Mm-hmm. It had down by Ralston Drug. So that was Greed, Greed, and uh, uh, E.O. Smith School. Anyhow, it's back over there. We had a church down there, and uh, that lady would cover them children. They 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 were to deliver a church. Prostitutes come in and get get delivered. Drug addicts come in and get delivered. But the children were covered because the old lady knew that the child is a gift, an inheritance from the Lord. We're not covering our children's, the babies, like we're supposed to. We do all of what we do around our children. Amen. They things around them. I'm talking about when they're young, too. I'm talking about when they mm-hmm. they Yeah, amen. They, they show them. But, yes, but I can boast and I can brag that when my children was coming up, I was one of the most holy, righteous men. All I did, and that's the wisdom I have today from God, is because I came up in the Word of God. Now, from Amen. My, when I was 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. Now, I'm not telling you that I was serving the Lord at, 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 at 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. I was not. But, baby, from my 20, because I know today I made my mind up that I wanted no more trouble. All it do is brings trouble. But going back to being that a child is an inheritance from God, I was inheritance from God. And by my mama bringing me in the world and didn't abort me, you understand me? That was proof. Because somebody got aborted. Somebody had an abortion. Somebody gave their child away. But whoever the parent is to any of these children that came from their womb, that's why I said honor thy mother and father, because I don't care how you got here and what happened to you once you got here, you still have to honor your mother and father, because whatever God has placed in the Word, it is concrete this morning that uh, you must do these things. You know, you must learn. You must see where your mistakes are. You must know that if God said that you yourself, you know, we in our, you know, 60s now, you know, and older, we still an inheritance. God does not, you cannot give someone something, turn back around and take it from them. They can call the police on you for that. You can tell the law all you want to. The law going to say, did you give it to them? Yeah, but, 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 but they, they, they don't do them to sell drugs in there. So who got the deeds on the house? I, 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 I still got the deeds on the house. Then they come and tell the other person, you need to take them to court and get the bees to your house because they gave you the house and your children and them is witness that they gave you the house. And then you got the piece of paper right here that said you gave it with, is this your signature on them, Brother Allen? Yes, it is. They inherit. I gave them that. So now God mm-hmm. gave us this child, and we're to protect and nurture this baby. We're not to 
let this child fall. We're not to leave this child unattended. We're not to forget the child is in the back of the car and suffocate. And that's Satan. See, there he is. Mm -hmm. He wants to take your child from you at birth. The Bible says in Revelation 13 chapter, let me see Revelation 13. Yeah, I think it's Revelation 13. The woman was pregnant, and she was having a male child. And the devil opened his mouth and spewed out a gush of water like a tsunami. So, I didn't pronounce it right. And tried to catch her in that water that he may uh, uh, take that baby from her. So it is very important this morning that the message be preached, Satan, to wake the people up, Satan, that you've been stealing the children. You've been doing it since the days of Jesus. That's why Jesus, he took a little child and he set the child down in the front of him. They want to know who was the greatest in heaven. He set the child down in the front of him, and he said, at least, I mean, if, if you get like this little child here, if, if you do what the little child here do, then, uh, uh, then, uh, uh, you know why in the kingdom of heaven. All y'all going to be great. But you got to do what the little child doing. Let's see what Genesis 33 and 5 say. Genesis 33 and 5, it says, and he lifted his eyes. And saw the woman and children and said, Who are these with you? So he said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. Then the maid servant came nearer, they and the children, and bowed down. These are the gift of your inheritance. Validate the scripture. Uh, Psalm 127 and 3. Here it's being told when it was asked, who are these with you? They are the children that he has given us. Father, we put over our children again this morning. We thank you, Father. We thank you that your word is true and that you watch over your word daily to perform it. Thank you for watching over the children. Thank you for the message this morning. Thank you for the words from Dr. Ed Murphy, whom we're going to talk about. Let these words fall on good ears this morning, Father. And if there be any in the room that have offended one of these little ones, we pray a prayer of repentance for them right now, that they don't run and hide and, 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 and act like they don't know what I'm talking about. Surely we all have offended a child before. We may not sexually abuse them, but we have offended them and not answered them when they call. My Lord. Just like you, Father. Forgive us. Thank you. Heal us. We repent for our relatives, loved ones, family, and friends. And we, Father Lord, pray and hope that the message 
will sink down into our souls so we can raise a righteous product from God. Our children today, we did raise them right, but they still has been affected by Satan. So Satan, since we know what we place into our children today, and we know the life that they live in that we see they doing today, it's not a God. So now we rebuke you this morning. We pray a family prayer. We rebuke you this morning. We command you to loose our children, loose our our parents, loose who, whatever, who is bound up, wherever that's bound up at, whoever is doing anything outside of his will today, we ask you, Father, Lord, that you would speak to their hearts today, that you would bring yes, change, Father. Lord, that you would let them know that you call on a holy people, Lord. Bring them to repentance, Lord, and they may repent for the thing that they have done. Lord, whether it be myself or whosoever, Lord, our children, whatever, let us speak to our children, Lord, of the different things that we know. And hopefully, Lord, that is nothing to speak to them about but love. We just want to give you the glory and the honor this morning for knowing that your word is true. And help us, Father Lord, to uh, speak this word this morning and that somebody will be touched and delivered and made free. This we ask in the Most High, Yah, Selah, and thank God for Yahshua, whom we've been taught as the Christ Jesus. Amen. So Amen. I'm happy this morning. Yesterday. Amen. Um, we stop right here where it says sexual, seduced, innocent children. And the satanic and the satanic cult, sexual, physical, psychologically, and spiritual torment, torture of little children is an essential part of the power craze demonization characteristic of all such cults and their willing chambers. I know that I'm blessed. I know that God's hand has covered me because when Sharon, no, her name wasn't Sharon, the babysitter, would take me to the seance with her. Showed me, and I sat on her lap. I was a little boy. I sat on her lap, and we sat at a big table. And in that table were people all the way around. They were smoking. Now, if I was seven years old and I'm over 69, so you know how long that was. Mm-hmm. Back in that day, they still was doing what they do today, and even worse then, but worse today. So she said, put your hands on your lap and don't touch nothing. But on that table was all type of rituals and things. Yeah. Ouija boards, about three, four Ouija boards. That's how many people was at the table. And it was dark, so I don't know how they or they had candles on. So I can tell the world that yes, I've seen the dark side. But see, being a child, God wanted me to see, but not to be sacrificed. You see, that's that's what we're talking about now, is that these occult and stuff, they go out adopting your children. You think you're sending your children to a nice, wonderful family, and then you go back down in the woods, way deep down in the woods and woodlands, and in the woodlands, and there they are back up in the woods having sacrificed. You know, so many things they do. I mean, I could sit here and I could tell you the things that they would do to a female, you know, when that month of purity comes. Purification. Yes. And many, many, many things that 
the wicked one do. And they take these babies through adoptions anyway. I don't care who and do what. It is what it is. Many things I would say, but I got to preach this word this morning because it makes me angry when I could even see a 12-year-old, 15-year-old, younger than that, prostitution. And then I speak to one of the guys, and he said I had her three years. So I know what I'm talking about. I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I told him I'll be back. I said, you remember I'm the one that used to be up on the corner right there preaching. He said something like that. It's going to be more than something like that. So we must go out and we must do something about this pandemic. We're running from uh, COVID, and we've been having a, a child molestation and all this other stuff going on for decades, right out in front of our house, and nobody's kind enough, nice enough to go out there and put up a lemonade stand or something, do something to get their attention. But I know everybody is scared, so it takes, you know, amen. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. Honey, my coffee is cold. Can you please hook me up with some hot coffee? So now, you all want me to read or stop? Do you all want me to read this thing this morning? We need to know because we need to know because it's right before our eyes. It's just right there. We started off with Psalms 127 and 3. Children's Mm -hmm. are an inheritance from God. And the fruit of the room is the evidence how much he loved the children. Then he turned around and he said, as arrows in a mighty man's hand, so the way I am about these children, he said, uh, it, it's time for it to stop. God have had enough. And and, 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 and by the way, this is how, uh, our, how our children are affected today. Because they grow up with some type of something against us. You know, I remember we all used to tell our mama the things we disliked about her, what happened to us when we was a child. All of us told her that. Sheila. I don't know about, about my about my brothers. I don't I, I don't think they ever did, but it's like Sheila, me, Pam. I don't think Patty would tell Mama nothing. <laughs> but we had opportunity to do that because you know, these are things that troubled us. Quick, quick, Stop. Even the dogs. It's 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 a lot of interference in what we should be doing. But it comes with time. You know, I told every one of my sons, you know, the lifestyle I live coming up, you know, how I was in this and how I was in perils of water and how that uh, uh There's so many things. But boy, I just couldn't just, I couldn't tell it all in one year. I'd have to do this. I'd have to do it now and do it next year. Boy, I've done so many things. I, I just, oh, God, I just remember even jumping out of two-story buildings. Oh, my Lord. I'd have to jump out of a window, but I had a reason to run up out of that window, though. That teacher beat the snot out of me, broke the board on my back. I don't think, think it would hurt even worse to jump out the window now once she done broke the paddle across my back. <laughs> oh, me. Just run on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
So I've had some trouble. I hear the lightning roaring and the thunder and everything. Lord, what that mean? Don't let it come down like it sounds. Woo. Yeah. That wow. Me. wow. That might have been God asking me with the thunder saying, you sure have. He said to me, he said, man, he said, your angels has been worked overtime. Uh. He said, they're doing their job. He said, they're doing their job. They're supposed to catch me when I'm falling. They, you know, uh, a Jesus. Amen. That's what the devil told him. At least your foot should dash against the stone. The angel's going to lift you up. So the same thing for us. The same thing for us. I have to uh, enter uh, this week. This week, what's wrong with you? I took you out, man. I'm going to turn you around outside that doggone door. All right. You just stop. You just stop. He just stopped. We'll let him let him yap for a minute so I can get this. For some reason, it's getting kind of hard to get this word this morning, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess Satan said, don't you tell them people that. Yeah, don't you tell them. I'll make everything in your house. Thunder roaring. Thank you, Lord. Excuse me. He, um, this, this this is what he was doing, you know. He he had people's coming into uh, the ministry, and he would counsel them. And in the midst of counseling a demoniac, a person that's uh, oppressed, uh, demonized, uh, is lead expert. They came to church. They always don't come to God. They come over there to where I'm at, and they come and I ask them, "What do you What do you want over here? I feel safe." The people on the opposite side of the gate, they come up to the gate and they ask me. They say, they tell me, say, I see you walking around all the time and cutting the grass. I said, yeah, I'll be blessing the land so much on the outside of the land. And the guy said, I understand. So the word this morning that we're talking about, God began telling us that they were an inheritance from him. And anything that you inherit, you're supposed to care for it. If I throw him out the backyard with the big dog, he's going to get all muddy. So let him leave him alone. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn him back out toward the garage. Because I can't do this with him just cutting up. He cutting up. I took him outside. and you, Frankie, did you use the restroom outside? You want me to let you go and run the streets this morning? Uh, we will not. Nope. You go back in there. Right on the door that way. Go on. Look at him trying to walk around the house, break it. And that's what he want to do. He want to go in the backyard, but you're not. Now, let me let him out in the backyard. Shucks. Go on back here. Look like he want to drop on the couch, honey. More than the backyard. <laughs> Get your butt out that back door. Come on. Come on. Come on. Go on out the back door. Come on. He said, no, that ain't where you want to be. Go right there until I finish. Stay right there. Well, okay, you all, that's another 
that's just another uh, distraction, that's all. But we're going to overcome it, amen? Amen. We're going to overcome. I mean, you, you can't uh, do a work for, for the kingdom if you got distraction. But see, that's just the way it is. You know, that's why so many people, they quit because too much distraction. In the church, distraction. People don't like you. As soon as you hit the door, they're talking about you. They ain't going to be there for that reason. Distraction. So here it is this morning. I want you to be distracted by the word. I want you to be added to the word of God. So here it says, uh, defenseless children available for their demonic delight. Hold on. These people that are attempting to gain control of child care centers all across the country with the express purpose of having an abundant crop of defenseless children available, outspoken and vicious opponents of the brave child advocate leading the legal warfare against child abuse. They are unfortunately joined by an evil by an even larger and more dangerous group. The larger group is represented by the uh, apathetic, native, and often incurious adult public at large, Christians among them, and increased by indifference and sometimes hostile branches of law enforcement, the judicial the 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 the, the, the judicial child protective system, social worker, and so-called professional psycho psychologists, physicians, term social workers and so-called professional counselors who will not believe the extent of this evil, nor the testimonies of the abused children. Don't want to believe it. Some of them. Uh, that work at the CP, or whatever they call them, people's child protection Yeah, those, those, those people too are not right. They are unrighteous, you see, and they want to take your child out. The crisis mm-hmm. has not been uh, advanced since the awareness of sexual abuse of children first fell with real force upon the uh of the American public in the 1970s and 80s. This crisis has yet to reach the conscientiousness of the American church because it is argued the sexual abuse of children is not primarily a spiritual issue but a social one, taking it from the church. Thus it is considered to be outside the area of responsibility of Christian leaders and the Christian public at large. That's because that's where it started. That's that. that's you see how blind they are? They pull all those popes up there, you understand me, and those poor children step forward and say, yeah, he did it, he did it, he did it. But now we read that these people did not consider this as a spiritual matter but as a social matter because they were trying to stay in the dark with their child abuse stuff. Hallelujah. Same on the mess. I pray for them right now. They be delivered. Uh, Christian mm. leaders and the Christian public at law. We are also told it is primarily a problem affecting the unconverted. No, it's a problem amongst the converted. Church-going Christian would not be involved in the sexual abuse of any child, let alone their own. 
Well, I've been all gone. Mm. And it started in the church. This is why Jesus set the child down amongst the disciples and the people and taught them. These children are, they're blameless. That's why Satan wants to deal in the youth. If he can deal on a child and bring a child, and a child gets to be 20, 30 years old, and they've been sexually abused, amen, they're never going to have a life until they be delivered. So if I, as a preacher, don't preach it, the Ed Young wrote it in the book, then the people never going to know. They don't think they can even get free. And, 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 you know, I guess I'm preaching on this because just about every, every woman I've talked to that I see and meet in the street, she don't have to say where she was or where she is. Man, too. Man, too. Man, too. I was talking to a guy the other day, but the guy was cross-dressed. <laughs> and I told him, I said, the facts still remain the same, that when God created you, he created you the same as he created me. And I don't mm-hmm. controversy in preaching the gospel to nobody. I don't. I, I just speak the truth in love, and I mean by in love, you know, uh, 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 it's not no challenge. You be what you want to be. Well, when you come across my path, amen, glory to God, and if a conversation gets struck up, yes, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh, and I'm going to joke, but I'm going to tell you the truth before I leave. So I'm grateful this morning for uh, this book. You know, I, I, I don't know why God had me to. i tell you what. The picture of the book is horrible. It's got uh, sut on it while my house burned down. It's got a pair of scissors was laying on the top of it, and, uh, uh, and, 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 and it's all the pieces. But it's, it's the word of God with Dr. Ed Murphy. He saw it. It says a handbook, the handbook for spiritual warfare, Dr. Ed Murphy. That's what it mm. says. And I've had the book, I bet you, 40 years. So now, and I've, I've studied the book for years, and uh, uh, I've done self-deliverance with the book for years, and uh, uh, I'm grateful. You know, when I was going through my uh, uh, demonization, I went to this book. I went to this book, and I read it. And as I began mm. to read, then I began to come back, you know, come back to God. So I uh, uh, I sit here and I study this book, and uh, then we have another, some of them are blue and some of them are red. It says prayer. That book is a book of deliverance prayer. You must be delivered from the things that you're hiding. You cannot live a, a, a wholesome life, you know, with all the different rejections and the different things that you let your mind, your mind have no business controlling your day. Uh, I should have listened to my first mind. No, you shouldn't have listened to your first or your second mind. You should let your mind be the mind of Christ. Get up, get up in the morning time, saying, "Lord, I thank you." Amen. Because He watched over us and kept us. You know, we could have had a stroke in our sleep, could have had a bad nightmare, and had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. You know, many people mm-hmm. don't wake up because they have heart attacks, and I've been through one of them things where you couldn't wake up out the dream, and you're sweating and shaking and bodily shaking. Until your wife mm. reach over and shake you and call your name. Yes. If he didn't get you in a, a, a child age at two, three, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, he still wants you today. But the only way that you can break free from all these voices that's talking to you 
about who you was or who you are or what you used to be, what you used to or uh, try to hold you in bondage because of the things that happened to you when you were 13 years old. You know, wants to hold you in bondage. You know, ooh, I can't tell nobody this. Well, you better try to go and get delivered from it because if you don't get delivered from the stuff you can't tell nobody, then you're not delivered. You know, that's mm. just like having a pregnancy a whole year. You need to deliver. They need to cut you open. Shouldn't even let let it win a whole year. Now, even though a year pregnant, man, there's no need to cut you open. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you waiting for a gift from God. <laughs> you should have known something was wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All that long. You know what I'm You're supposed to know better than that. <laughs> you know what I want to wait and see what it's going to be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A while enough. Mm. And that's the way it is in the Word of God. A child, a child ran up. <laughs> we suffered a lot of abuse. It may not have been sexual abuse. <laughs> but we suffered mm. abuse with one another, you know. If it had not been for the Lord standing there, uh, he never probably would have broke my, my cousin's neck, pushing out the one child abuse. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I lived yeah. through a lot of child abuse. I watched my grandma pop Judy side of the head with a knife, you know. Child abuse. <laughs> oh yeah. And I know I can go on and on, but I'm trying to get the people to understand and get their eyes open. You know that uh, even our children they don't realize what we went through. They don't they don't realize uh, 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 how we had to uh, dodge bullets and stuff. You understand know child abuse. You know when I tell people about where we lived at and how people would be laying dead in the streets. Back in the years I'm talking about, back in the 60s, uh, 69, 73, just having shootouts and clubs, uh, there was no end to clubs. There was no end to churches. But one thing I'm grateful for, a little old lady named Mother Green, come there and sit at that bus stop on the corner. We had a place of business on the corner of Mills and Johnson Drive called Peaches mm-hmm. Confectionery Stand. Yeah. And inside we had arcade games. We had pool tables. We had uh, Fat Man cookies and Nihilators. And we had everything up in there. And the people would come, play pool, five uh, whatever was announced, potato chips or whatever. And uh, the little old lady, Mother Green, on a Wednesday, Mother Green came there. She was old then. She was 70 years old then. And uh, she spoke to me. And she said, son, do you go to church? And uh, I don't know if I told her sometime or no. I think I told her no. And uh, she said, where your mother at? So I went and got mama. Come out. So she explained to mama she go to Pleasant Road Missionary Baptist Church. Reverend McGowan, and uh, she said, well, I don't have a problem, but I have six of six children, so uh, they had a bus, and the bus came and picked the six children up, which were my siblings, and we went there, 
at that old Baptist church taught you the Bible. He taught you Genesis Revelation. You just had to repeat them. So in the midst of repeating that, we did have a Sunday school lesson. I had a great Sunday school teacher. Uh, 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 Elder Taylor was a Boy Scout master. So we did get into that. And so see, God began to turn a thing around in my life and my family. And then my mother came. And at the age of 23, she became a Sunday school teacher teaching 40 and 50-year-old women. So I knew the way. At the age of 17, Ma laid hands on me and anointed me, and I received the gift of the Holy Ghost. So here I am this morning, and I am trying to show you that when a child is born, you have the greatest inheritance that priceless. So Satan himself is out after you. Now that you're grown, he he never quit. He never quit. Once an adult and twice a child. So the older we get, we still got to protect our minds from Satan. Because Satan knows that as you get older, you get delinquent in the things of God. So as you get delinquent in the things of God, Satan come in like a rushing wind, and he began to do things to our children and make us fret like, Lord, I ain't got nobody but them. They ain't got me. He still got me because I am still, he never stopped his inheritance. So then I went off, and I had some offsprings, some children. They steal an inheritance from God. The child could be a gangster, a prostitute, or whatever. Steal an inheritance from God. They're to be taught who they are and whose they are so that when the enemy come in like a flood, they can look to the spirit of truth to raise a standard. We need God's spirit this morning, hallelujah, so that we can believe that we we have already been redeemed from the curse of the enemy. No matter what a person is doing, what a person is going, they don't even have to know God. You know, they could be cursing because they don't know better. So if they're cursing God, they don't know. They don't. They, they can't curse God because if you don't know God, how are you going to curse him? That's right. So when a person say all these ugly things, unless it be somebody like me that knew God and know God, but yet still was still acting crazy. Why? Because Satan still trying to take my inheritance from me. On January 22nd, that is the day that Satan, he took the wife of my youth. That is the day that my mother conceived this inheritance that you're listening to. I became an inheritance to my mother, January 22, 1959. And January 22, probably in 93, 
Satan took Mary. So he's still out to take the children, which is their inheritance, whether you're 30, 50, or 60. He never stopped. Yesterday I gave a testimony of how I was driving. I couldn't breathe. I gave a testimony of how both of my hands went up in the air and my trailer was going all over the curb. And until I read Dr. Ed Young, Dr. Ed Young, he, 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 he was saying that a man was driving down the road and the man and Satan took over the man's car and tried to steer the man's car into a, 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 some more vehicle. So be wise. But the man had enough God in him to command Satan to loose here, loose here. You need to right here, right now. You need to get loose. You need to cut up. You need to get up out of here. And the man was able to regain power over his steering wheel. So it brought to my mind that I've had many things happen. I've been driving 18 wheelers and looked like the steering wheel and 18 wheelers were just, I couldn't turn it. And I said, oh, Lord. You know, like I'd had some kind of failure in, in, mm. in my steering device, you know, and I'm coming down a very, very steep grade mountain coming up out of California. Many things have happened. I've seen Bigfoots running in the middle of the road. I've seen all kind of stuff coming down those highways in the 18 wheelers, but it was not there. It wasn't no cow in the middle of the road. It appeared in your mind, and this is what we're talking about this morning, how that these things still want to try you, want to attack you. Satan want to get you off alone, and he wants to attack you. But you need to remember that he's already been defeated. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Uh, these children, see, if we can get it into their heads today, then we don't have to worry with them going out being lost. We're also told primarily affecting the uncovered church-going Christian would not be involved in the sexual abuse of any child, let alone their own. Now, that, that is a big, fat lie. That's so terribly lying. But now, he's not saying he not saying that he bleeded. He's saying this is what they say. This is what the religious uh, people say. An outstanding national medical leader, Dr. Roland Summit, is also a faithful advocate of the sexual abuse child. Dr. Summit is the head physician of the Community Counseling Service and assistant clinical professional of psychiatry at the uh, Harbor, what they say, UCLA, Harbor Medical Center in Turin, California. He is carrying toward an intense an often disappointing campaign to bring true understanding of this complex evil to the public in general. But more specifically, to the leadership of our nation who have the power, if only they had the will to, to truly help in this present crisis. In 1983, Dr. Summit wrote a paper entitled Child Sexual Abuse Accommodation Syndrome. And then he summarized both the present interest and the result of uh, increased studies in the problem of child sexual abuse, which exploded, which exploded into a public awareness with the produced production of over 30 books and the subject in many 
and many more damaging to individuals and to society than has ever been acknowledged by the clinical and social scientists. Support for these uh, uh, assertions come from first-person account and from the primary finding of uh, a specialized sexual abuse treatment program. Dr. Summit next revealed the general disbelief for which the result of this research has been received by child welfare professionals. He said their extent and unpredicted claim a, uh, a predictable counter-assertion that while such sexual child abuse may be more common than first imagined, the first, the fact that relative few reports of abuse come in reveal, the experience for the child is not informally harmful. In fact, the result may be either neutral or even beneficial. Some affirm Dr. Summit then comment that any child trying to cope with sexual relationship with an adult faces an uncertain and highly vulnerable response for whatever person and professional resource are enlisted for help. Next, the author disclosed the negative impact upon the abused child caused by often feels damaging as the abuse itself. Interest in child abuse creates new problems for the child. It increased the likelihood that the abuse will come to life but fall but fail to protect the child from the damaging effort of general disbelief and claims of abuse. The establishment interview system does not believe the child's claims. They don't even believe child. We're gonna stop there and I'm gonna mark that up and come back to it tomorrow. People in Facebook or wherever it's at. It's not like you have not heard the truth. Uh if you don't believe the things that I'm saying, then just go and do go go and do your own research. You know, go do your own research. Look at your own life. You know, I can look at my life and I can say, yes, I was abused in many ways. You know, jumping out of trying to get a ride. You know, the bus didn't stop downtown. It's just the abuse to even think that some man would want to try to sleep with a little boy. You know, uh, I have to take my knife out and put my knife against his neck to stop the car. Because it ain't happening, bro. It ain't happening. So nobody tells the truth on themselves. That's why... They breed children, and they breed the spirit of child molestation. You know, it's it's kind of like the uh, the girl uh, uh, further back in the book that I'm reading out of uh, uh, was at the pastor's office. And uh, the pastor asked her, said, uh, have you ever wanted to kill somebody? She said, yes. My mom be driving the car, and, and I want to drive the car up on the curb and kill the people's. I always want to go out of steering wood and, and run it into something. And the pastor said, hmm. So the pastor called her mother. And the girl was probably about 18 years old, 19. She called her mother. And uh, he said, has anyone in your family murdered anyone? He said, yeah, Uncle James killed the whole family. Oh. So that just go to show you. This is why I'm preaching. But I want to start from the child. What happened in childbirth? What happened to the child at three, four, five? What happened? You know, what happened? You know, I have many testimonies of many, and most of them be girls. But the leader of the pack is the father. The father brings all these generational curses upon the children. And the generational curses must be stopped. The only way you're going to ever, ever get the generational curses stopped 
is uh, whatever you did, go back over your own life and see how you was at 12 years old. See how you was at uh, uh, 8, 9, 10. But one thing I can say that I heard about my auntie, and my auntie was a very spiritual, spiritual woman, so with all of y'all hanging around her, ain't much y'all could do but walk a chalk line. So I'm grateful that uh, my dad, uh, I know that he he felt unloved, and he had more love and aunties and, and more people in his life than I have today. Because my aunties and them would tell me about my dad. He said, your dad didn't do nothing to nobody. Your dad did 20-some years for nothing. And I think it was over a white woman. So back in the mm. days, you could get in trouble. So I don't uh that bus. So what I'm saying to the house this morning, to Facebook and all the rest of the places, I know my message is uh, is not coming, and I know that it's not uh, beholding, but some that are listening to are being controlled by the spirit that hunts down peoples. If you're not listening to the word of God, if you didn't wake up this morning saying, thank you, Father, if you will not open up the word of God, then you are still being abused, and you're going to raise abused children. So the children of the world today that are 13 years old, 14, 15, 16, they have no respect whatsoever. Why? Because the parent that's 29 years old themselves, they do just as the children are a chip off the old block. So I'm so grateful this morning for this message. I had a time this morning trying to get in here on the internet. I guess all that rain destroyed the internet, so I just went out and put it out on a uh, on a hot spot through the telephone. So I thank God for cricket this morning providing me uh, internet so that I can get this word out. So if there be any questions, any love or anything, uh, anything you want to add to this, uh, we, we, we most certainly would like to hear from you this morning. Today is Lottie Bell for birthday, too, anybody? Oh. Lottie Bethel, Mary's brother. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. It's birthday. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't even have this telephone number. Text it to me. You got the Facebook? Oh yeah. Yeah, just just catch him out on Facebook. You you'll see him out there on Facebook. That's that's how I saw it. I picked up my phone that I play my music with and uh, uh um, and it flashed across the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I know it. You know our Facebook tell everybody the birthday. Mhm. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what do you think about this message? Uh, it's, this message uh, is uh, very uh, in, inspiring and very uh, knowledgeable, and, you know, it helps a lot of people going through stuff like that, like you say, you know. When you're coming up as a child, a lot of things happen to you when you were a child because I know a lot of things happened to me when I was a child, my stepfather and stuff. And uh, But I just thank God that he... 
he brought me out of it. And um, I was scared, but, and you know, your parents, your parents don't believe you sometimes. You tell them what's going on, and, and they be telling you, well, you know, what you do to bring it on? I say, right, I can do nothing, you know? See, see a child. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they were drinking. They drinking beer when they get drunk, and they think they're going to bathroom they come into your room and all that stuff and i run you know so she finally came to a knowledge of what really was going on and um she was mad at him but they never did break up i couldn't understand that why would they stay with a person knowing what's going on so i was glad when i got grown and, and i you know left you know left my family and my mom from around that. Yeah. And my auntie came and got us, you know, and, and started raising us up, you know, in the church and the knowledge of God, you know. So that helped us out a lot also. You know, like you say, if you don't have the word of God in your in your life, you know, keep the word of God in your life, you you be uh, straight away and don't know, and the devil can take you out, you know. But once you come to the knowledge of the word of God, you know, the Lord help you, you know, teach you and let you see, have a concernment, you know, what's going on around you, you know. So, uh, that's, I mean, that's uh, very inspiring to help people that don't know. Watch your children, believe what your children tell you, you know. And, uh, because they wouldn't tell you stuff like that if it, if it wasn't true. But, uh, but you can always get another husband or another wife. You can't get that same child, so you know. Just take take you know, note on your children, and what's going on, you know, and watch how you live in front of them, and hey, what you do, how you do it. You, you can't you can't do tell your children all the time. You don't do as I do, do as I tell you to do. Not no more, cause children gonna do the same thing you're doing, you know. So you gotta raise them up and, and teach them the word of God. Get up in the morning, you teach. My children, 27 Psalm, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear, you know? So we have to train our children up, like you say, except you become a little child, you know why it's going to enter the kingdom of heaven. So you got to train your child up. Like you say, you're going to Pleasant Grove, Reverend Jackson. Know all these children who these children belong to. He'll print you out. Yeah, so... I just thank the Lord for the words you brought up today. God bless you, Apostle. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, sweetheart, do you have any take on the word or anything you'd like to say? Are you there, sweetheart? Yes, I am. Like that, we'd like to hear from you this morning if we could. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning. I I enjoyed the uh, message, the ongoing message of of child abuse. You know, I I've heard that um, uh, the greatest ask that a parent could have is raising a child. And if you fail at raising a child, 
then you fail everything. You fail for life. You fail for life. Yeah, you fail for life. And uh, anyway, these things that uh, are, are still goes back to what he said is generational curses. Generational curses. Uh and and if you if you've ever had to associate or speak to anyone that has been through it, as like a uh, pastor say, you just ask them, is anyone else in your family been through this? But anyway, I enjoyed the message. Praise God. Uh, y'all have a blessed Amen. and wonderful day. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm, I feel kind of awkward. I, I, I really I, I really don't feel like that this is what I really should be preaching, you know? In my, mm-hmm. in my complex, in, 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 in my spirit of, of doing what I'm doing, I just feel like it is very offensive. I feel like it's very offensive, and it also gets into people's business. And uh, um, I feel like that I, I should not be talking uh, about child abuse. Well, it, it cannot, that's the it same thing. Apostle, it cannot yeah. be. If you don't feel that it's offen- it, it is only offensive to the offender, and the offender does not re- uh, and the offender has not uh, repented. Repentance uh, and turn. So we, yeah. You know, that, that's the only way that, that's, so don't feel like that. But uh, because we, as you started off talking about generational curses, this this is only just one part of generational curses. So th- there's many other things that happen that come down from the sins of the father is put upon his children. So, uh uh we'll cover uh more in, in different areas of generational things that happen whether it's whether it's the uh uh what does they say uh, uh grandma uh tell you turn around don't go past that black cat we talked about the black cat as generational curse somebody told me the other day about uh uh, uh having money in all the if you ever have a money and and put it away, you know you uh, a dollar bill or something, you never be back. I had to think about that for a minute, but uh, it's it's all kind of things that we learn, uh, or we see that uh, our parents do, and then as we get older, we kind of like what what was that about? Uh, I sound yeah. like my mother. I sound like my father. That's what my mother used to do. And then even at the, the aspect when you get sick, go in there and get some of that uh, uh, sugar right and, and little kerosene and mix it up and get that baby for the hoover. All kind of generational things. <laughs> yeah. That are, you know, so this is just a little segment of generational curses. And, and like uh, Apostle said, it started in the church sometime. Uh, and this is why now. So many of the Catholics uh, priests are being brought to the forefront for what yep, they've done, right. and 
and they hid and they hid their sins and these children suffered. These children, these little altar boys that the parents drop them off and go, they're supposed to be going to learn about the about the church and of God, and and uh, some priest is abusing them. Some and they went, and these men, yeah. these these young boys, grow up to be men, and mm-hmm. they are confused. They don't know what you know what uh, sexuality they're supposed to be. Uh, uh, they 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 marry and have children, and then they abuse their children, you know, because they've never had the truth told to them that it was wrong, and it was so bad that they told the priest, tell them, don't tell anybody, don't you say anything. So they held all that in as children, and so they grow up to be adults and offenders as well. But thank God. As the Bible says, whatever's done in the dark will surely come to light. And it That's has true. so. And it has so. Anyway, God bless you. Thank you, Apostle, for the mm-hmm. platform. Yeah, we we really you know, I feel <laughs> I feel kinda awkward because really, you know, it really puts you off into a situation of being alone because no one wants to expose themselves. You know into this child abuse, sexual child abuse situation. I mean, even mm-hmm. all of you jail in my age of 17, you know, going to the jail at the age of 17 and all type of accusations be thrown at you because you got eyes like me, you know, and these uh, uh, child molestation, rapists and stuff, they're in there, you know, and then they see another man a handsome man like me at the age of 17, they figured that, that, that it's time for them to come and, and try and torment me with their mess. But, oh, but I've been a fighter all my life. So with me having fighting me, uh, they could just about look at me and tell that, you know, you really don't want to mess with him because you can't tell what he know and what he's going to do. So I didn't have to worry about that uh, uh, when I first went to jail at 17. But... When I went to the P-Farm, I guess I was probably about 17, 18. I had all of my years of going to jail at 16, and all I ever did was went into the store and stole something to eat, uh, hungry. And uh, uh, then my friend left the bag of marijuana under the seat of the car. The police found it, and I went to jail. So I ain't been to jail for none of the people that I killed yet. <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that. <laughs> Yeah, you do that. <laughs> I was worried. <laughs> I was worried to go to jail having a shootout. You know, I'm I'm from Fifth Ward. You know, and and we have places down there what we call Pearl Harbor. That means that it gets pretty pretty hot down in that side of the yep. world. So back in them days, we had shootouts. You know, I know y'all didn't know me like that. You know, but I was I, I was a, a shooter. You know, we we I know one time we was having a shootout and. Uh, I was standing on the passenger side of the car, and the man, whatever he was shooting, shot the driver's side one night and the passenger side one. All the glass from the one just knocked me on the ground, but the bullet went back where it come from, probably. <laughs> so I can say, you know, that, you know, I, I've never been shot, you know, but I have been out there in that world um, trying to find my way. And one day, mm. he found me. 
and he placed my feet on a rock, a sure, solid foundation. And ever since then, amen, I've gotten off of the rock, but I've gotten back on the rock because there's no rock in the world that can save you, amen, except for that rock of salvation. So great amen. a plan that had for us. No matter what we've been through, we tell our children, you understand me, some of the things, you can't tell them everything, but the only way to cut mm-hmm. off those sins you got to pray for them and deliver yep. them. you got That's to right. bring deliverance to their life, you know, and lay hands mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. I probably need to lay hands on all my sons and myself. I need to call the meeting to all of my sons. My dad had a spirit of anger. Mm-hmm. He had a spirit of anger. I remember him, uh, I remember uh, uh, my auntie uh, coming down there to the service station and telling me, your dad is fighting your mom. And that was the last time my dad lived in that house. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in me picked him up and flung him out in the front yard and told him, don't come back up and hit him off. And that was the end of that story in 1974. Mm-hmm. I remember that very, very well. So I don't mm-hmm. believe today that the father should attack the children. And mm-hmm. that, uh, I thank God for Shama. I taught her that these are your body parts. Does your brother them change your diapers? And I got on, I got on them brothers too, and told them brothers, I have to go to work. Y'all mm-hmm. see your sister. This is your sister. If any one of y'all, and I showed them in the Bible, if mm-hmm. any one of y'all offend her in any way, then God said, you might well go ahead on and get you some rocks that weigh more than you weigh, and let me take you up there and over the bridge. Because he gonna get with you. He gonna deal with you. Many child molesters themselves got molested before that, and they got molested when they found out to be a child molester. Many, many things that has happened to people for touching these children. You don't even teach them lies. You teach the children the right way. You live before the children in righteousness. And now right. that they're growing yeah. everything, you still got to mm-hmm. sit down and talk to them about righteousness. You got to talk to them about God is a loving father. Some of the sickness that you go through, this is about it on yourself. Yeah. Because some of them don't even know how to repent for their ungodly ways, for the ways that they have uh, treated their parents, the way they've treated their kids. And a lot of them drink too much. They drink to drown out Satan. Mm-hmm. They don't want him, but he's there in the alcohol, you see. Mm-hmm. We as believers, we have to ask God how to reach our children. I know, I know what to do for mine. Get them all together one day. And pray and open up with scripture. And then I repent to my children. I repent to them and let them know that when mama bought you home, they didn't give us a manual on how to parent. I learned parenting not from my mama or my daddy because every child is different. I learned parenting from you. I learned it from the child, you see, because Mm -hmm. when we was coming up, Children would pick on the other one, and Mama favored one more than she favored. Mama favored me more than she favored anybody. My Mama mm-hmm. favored me to the point that she took me any and everywhere she went. She used to throw a raincoat on the bed and beat the raincoat, and I'd be, <laughs> I'd be crying. But she did it to all of us, though. She did it to Pam. Okay. She whooped the raincoat for all of them because she didn't want to whoop a child, but she whipped us when it was necessary. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. one child will lie on the other child and say that uh, yeah. this one did that. And then uh, uh, mama would chastise her. But my big mama, she didn't chastise you with a, with, with, with a raincoat. She chastised you with a rod, with whatever, you know. So I'm grateful this morning that I can say and I can testify to the whole world that, yes, I've been through a lot of things in my life, but today I am made free, not by just Dr. Ed Murphy, but by God, because I believe God this morning. I believe that I am somebody. I believe that I am a child of God. I believe that Amen. I am saved, filled with the Holy Spirit of God, walk in righteousness, and I am blessed in this city and blessed wherever I go. The peace Amen. is blessed. They didn't eat me up. Carbon monoxide can say that he is blessed and didn't kill me. That's right. That Amen. water didn't drown me. So I am blessed. And I've had many events since then. I've had many, many, many chain of events in my life. I've had many, many things and many attacks of the enemy. But today, I can testify that I am on no man's schedule. I'm no one's pedestal. I'm no one's trophy. I am a trophy for Yeshua, for Jesus. And my life predicates him. My life, I love him. I don't care what nobody think about me or how they feel about me because that's not what's important. What is important is how he feel about me this morning. And he told me that I'm loved. And all I want is love. And I want to give myself away and everything that I have. I don't own it. It's just here because if he can get it to me, he's going to get it through me. So that's my testimony this morning. And it's all good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He raised me up. He raised me up. So I can walk on water.
Finding myself at a loss for words, and the funny thing is, it's okay. The last thing I need to be heard, but to hear what you would say, word of God to me. Would you pour down like rain? Wash in my eyes and Your majesty will be filled You're in this place. Jesus, we take the grace. In your holy name, word of God, speak. 
some rain in order for the sun. The sun, the rain, the seasons go together. Amen. They reciprocate one another. You're not going to have a fall without a spring. So I'm grateful this morning that I know that he's on time. So whatever he's doing this morning, he said he will the fact that which concerns you, I was trying to cut off uh, the recorder over here on the other side. So, my picture has been fixed, always been played. I was up to us. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be concerned grateful. In this word today, I think what's happened is my uh, internet is trying to fade away. Like I said in the beginning of the program, is that when you're doing the will of God, certainly you are going to have some complications. Even when there's a child being born, you live out complications. But if that child is fed love throughout the pregnancy and stuff like that, uh, you may have mild complications. But when Satan is out to deceive and to kill, steal, and destroy, sometimes the child don't even want to come to the world. Sometimes the child itself uh, don't want to come here. Uh, uh, even though the parent was was great with the prenatal care and everything else, uh, this is not a popular place to be uh, in here with me uh, uh, talking about uh, this style abuse. Uh, it's been laid upon me to bring it to the forefront. And uh, I, 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 I see it all the time. I see it in, in, in grown men and women's. You know, being a prophet of God, 
it's not hard to recognize the uh, traits and the attributes, uh, even in older people, I, I, I see it, you know. And uh, it is good when God raises up a man, a woman, that is not afraid to call out these things. You know, I be calling out those things out of Donald Trump. And I said, Father, you put him in office. You didn't put him in office to bring destruction upon the earth. So he can't destroy nothing. He can't start a war because God has a finger on him, and he cannot push that button. So I'm grateful this morning, amen, that I know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It didn't say the weapon wouldn't be formed. And all of you all that are listening to the program that may have been uh, rejected, may have been rejected by some adult, uh, whatever happened to you, it was only because Satan, it was only because Satan, he wants to try and pull a dirty game on you. And the only reason, the only way that you're going to be able to overcome this little dirty trick that he's trying to pull is you must recognize and realize that you are an inheritance from God, whether you're three years old or 33. You still are an inheritance. Just because you got grown, it don't mean that now you're not an inheritance. Whatever the Father said, then he meant it for today. So I want you all to know that, uh, let's see if we can get a song on. Something over oh, nice. Every time, every time you turn your telephone on, you get bad news. You know, and a lot of people they look to that, uh, to the telephone. Uh, I mean, look to the programs and stuff, news and all that kind of stuff, so that they can. Uh, uh, what baby? Baby, you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm I got it right here. I got it right here. So until I can cut the recorder off, I'm going to have to play me some music because I don't want to leave my recorder open for some thief to come in and try and take over my program. Of course, I know that would never happen because uh, uh, the Father has his hand on us. And, uh, I'm grateful today that I can stand and I can say that he watched over, you know, the Bible said that uh, uh, he watched over his words. So why you don't give him some word? Give him what he told you. It's not because you don't remember the scripture. But you tell him, Father, you said you'd never forsake me. You'd never leave me. You said you'd put none of these diseases up on me. you put up on the Egyptian. These are words from the Almighty. These are words that he has spoken concerning your life. Hallelujah. We're going to try and hope and pray that we get this song, God favor. And when it cut off, it cut off. So I'll play the music until uh, until uh, uh. This is my testimony, everybody. How God favored me in spite of my enemies. And if God did it for me, he'll do the same thing for you. Don't worry about your haters. Your haters can't do nothing with you. Love is felt most. 
Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.